Hello, and welcome to the She Is Left Project. This podcast is dedicated to helping you heal from the challenging and painful relationship with your mother so you can finally experience the love you've always craved. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. I'm a mother wound coach, author, and healer who believes tenderness and vulnerability are your true superpowers. Sis, it's time to finally heal your inner little girl so you can start thriving and not just surviving. Progressive, irreverent, and real, this podcast will have you laughing and crying at the same time. Trust me, you don't want to miss an episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one of the She Is Loved Project podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Arnese. As I said in the intro, I am a mother wound coach, author, and healer, and I'm here to have an ongoing conversation, a very transparent, vulnerable, ongoing conversation about a topic that has been brushed under the rug, so to speak, for a very long time in the Black community. And I have never been one who liked brushing things under the rug, and I hate the elephant in the room. So we are going to tackle this head on every week. What are we talking about here, Jennifer, you ask? I am talking about the toxic and challenging relationship between Black women and their mothers. It's funny because the obedient little girl in me is really nervous. Like I'm exposing secrets. I'm exposing myself. I'm exposing my mother. I was taught, you know, in a lot of, you know, in the black community, you know, what happens in your house stays in your house and you don't tell our business and whatnot. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with the mother wound in the black community is we don't talk about it. And because we don't talk about it, it just sits there and grows and it causes so much pain generation after generation after generation. You risk a lot when you speak up, when you speak truth to power, when you say things that people don't want to hear, when you expose secrets and people and you pull back the curtain, it is scary as hell. Um, So even though I do this in my coaching practice, I do it on social media and on my YouTube channel, for some reason now, but the podcast is like, ooh, girl, you gonna get in trouble. But I never have shied away from some trouble. So I am so excited to be here and to bring this topic to a forefront and to invite you all to enter in to the conversation with me. So I talk about this topic because I know it so personally. And in episode two, I'm going to tell my own mother wound story. But I wanted episode one really to set the tone for what you guys can expect from me, what you can expect from this podcast. And it is, like I said, transparency and vulnerability, because really, And I told my therapist this, like, that's what I want to be able to do. I want to 
feel safe enough to be tender. I want to be safe enough to speak my truth no matter what and know that I still deserve to be loved, even if it rubs people the wrong way. And so this podcast is while it's for you guys, it's also for me, right? Everything I do, and I always talk to my community about this, if I've gone through it, I know I'm not the only one, right? So why is it so important to hone in on this very specific topic? It's because I dealt with so much pain growing up because of the relationship with my mother. And I felt like I was the only person going through it. I thought I was crazy. I didn't feel like there was anybody I could talk to. I didn't think anybody related to me. And so I suffered in silence for so long. It affected so many parts of my life. And I already, what I came to realize was the only thing that keeps us in bondage is when we don't share because that's where shame lives. I love Dr. Brene Brown and she talks about shame versus sharing. And the only thing that gets rid of shame is sharing. So that's why I said when I do this work, it's continually healing for me. But as I share, I believe I'm also helping to lift the veil of shame for everyone who hears me discuss this topic. And I know the crippling effects of shame. My God, Like, I know what it feels like to feel broken, to feel isolated and alone and to basically have turned on your own self, not to trust yourself, not to love yourself, not to value yourself and to go as far as to be completely loathing of yourself and believe that you don't deserve love. Right. And I don't want anybody to go through that. I know what that's like. And I've always said If I can prevent anyone from going through half of the stuff that I've gone through there, you know, my life is a testimony. Right. And so that's why I'm here. That's why I'm having this conversation because I always get that question. So there it is. So let's jump right in and get into the goodies because I want to talk about a few things. I'm going to talk about what a mother wound is because a lot of people don't know the official term. I'm going to talk about how the mother wound shows up for black women differently and why we need a space specifically for us. And then I'm going to talk about um, how it affects our life, how it shows up, which is just going to give more evidence to why this topic is so important and why we have to have it on an ongoing basis. So let's jump right in. So what is a mother wound exactly? Right. I'm going to read this definition and then I'm going to add into it. The mother wound is the pain, wounding, and trauma that is carried by a mother due to her not having autonomy, physical, emotional, and mental autonomy over her life because she's a woman. And then that trauma is inherited and passed down to her children. And her daughter generally gets the brunt of it. 
So yes, men can have a mother wound, but because girls are the reflection of their mother, they usually get hit the hardest with the mother wound. So if you were one of those girls who grew up and your mother was really, really hard on you, but your brother could get away with anything, that is textbook mother mother wound parenting textbook and that was my life and ooh I'm going to save that for another episode this is a gender based wound and it is caused because a woman is believed in society not to be capable of making decisions for her own life. She's not seen as an equal counterpart in society. And so there is a wounding and a trauma that comes with that because it is extremely oppressive. Just think about it that just, you know, even though we uh, for all of the equality we have right now in this country and in different parts of the world, when you look at it, it's really shitty, right? That women are looked down on in a lot of ways just because they have a vagina. Like it's so, it's just retarded, right? So imagine what it was like in the 70s and the 50s and the 1800s for women who couldn't inherit land. They couldn't work outside the home. They couldn't divorce their husband. They couldn't press charges if they were abused. All these different types of things that create a trauma, in a woman and then it informs how she parents her daughter because you go from having no autonomy right or you don't have equal autonomy but when you become a mother you are the supreme autonomy so you don't feel like you have control over your own life but here you are now you have to be in control of somebody else's life And so I just really want you to let that sink in how traumatic parenting can be in that way, right? Especially when you have a daughter, because it's like, oh, I know what I didn't get to experience because I'm a woman and what that pain was like. And so here I am with a daughter who I love more than life itself, and I'm going to have to break her heart in some way to give her the harsh reality of this world before the world breaks it. Okay, so now that we have it cleared up about what a mother wound is, let's get into what a black mother wound is. The basis of this wound is gender-based, right? The trauma of being a woman in society and take the trauma of being an African-American woman or an African woman And the trauma there, the racism and the patriarchy that a woman has to contend with. And this is why I really I'm always having this conversation because I always get emails from non-black women who are like, I resonate with your work so much. I love what you're doing. And, you know, it can help all women, not just black women. And I get that. And y'all are welcome to listen. Okay, you're welcome to glean from all of this. But there is a very specific type of trauma when it comes to being a black mother. And it is rooted in colonialism. It is rooted in chattel slavery. And it is so painful in a way that 
in my opinion, in general, white women don't get. Now, I have talked with um, women of color in other cultures where the women are treated very oppressively. And there's a lot of similarity. There's a lot of similarity there. I'm never wanting to minimize or dismiss anyone's experience. And at the same time, it's so important for black women to have a space for them where they can heal. There are so few spaces where our story is centered. And so that's why it's so important that we really discuss this element of race and colonialism and systematic racial oppression and how it impacts how black women and African women mother. It's crucial because there are several different types of mother wounds, right? And I'll talk about those in another episode, but the black mother She needs her own category. And usually she falls into the strong black woman archetype. So what does that look like? Um, Hyper independent. Doesn't need anybody. um, Always there for others. Denies herself. Emotionally shut down. Not the best. And romantic relationships, seen as a martyr, doesn't take time for herself. If you look at that, you know, and and this is what, you know, it irks me. I get emotional when I talk about this. I get hurt. I get pissed. All of this shit. Because this whole archetype of the strong black woman, really, we are now acting, you know, in our community like it's a good thing. Like, oh, she, this is how I put it. She does too much and asks for too little, right? Always giving, never receiving. And now this has become the picture of virtue of what a good woman is, right? But really, she's a traumatized, hurt, wounded woman. And it affects her daughters in such a way because the mother is the reflection. The daughter looks up to the mother. So she sees this as how... She should be as a girl, as a teenager and as a woman and as a mother. So you can see through the generations how this type of survival parenting, how this wounded parenting passes itself down and it stays so embedded in our culture. And don't let me even get started on how Christianity plays a part because the colonialized church has done a number on the black woman and the black family that you are supposed to be Jesus. You're just going to die on the cross and don't ask for anything and you will get yours later and you really shouldn't be treated as well as everybody else. And that's some bullshit. And it's it's so entrenched in us, right? Just take it to Christ. Take it to the altar. Take it to the Lord. No, you need to take it to your therapist, right? This low expectation of how our life should be on earth and it'll all get better when we go to heaven is some bullshit that they taught slaves a long time ago. And we're still living in those lies today. And the impact that it has on 
how black women parent their children and their daughters specifically is is heartbreaking because it's so brutal. Right. And it's, it's one of those things that's insidious because one of the things they talk about with the mother wound is having a mother who is physically there. Physically, she is there, but emotionally she is gone. She is vacant. She has emotionally abandoned her children. And she's, I know why. I know why. Because of her own trauma, because of her own pain. But what's left in the wake of that are girls like me, right? Who just struggle and work relentlessly for the approval and the love of our mother and to never, ever get it and to be so confused and to say like, what am I doing wrong here? How is this happening? Maybe if I just try a little harder, maybe if I just do more for her, if I give her this, if I respond the way she wants me to respond, if I, you know, if I do this, if I do that, then maybe I can get the love I've always been searching for from her. And then when that doesn't happen, guess what we do? We go and try and find it out in the world from jobs, from friends, from men, from women, from church, from alcohol, from sex, from drugs, from shopping, all types of ways when there's only one thing that we're really looking for. And this leaves our community in shambles in so many ways. And when when we talk about the 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 black woman being the centerpiece of the black family, it is no joke. And that's why this conversation is so important, because like I always say, when black women heal, everybody heals. Because everybody benefits from a black woman being healed. Everybody benefits from anything that a black woman does. Right. But we don't heal for them. We heal for us. And it's just natural that our amazing, spectacular energy and light is shed on everyone else. I hope I didn't go off on a tangent talking about the racial piece when it comes to the mother wound and why I don't just talk about the mother wound. I talk about the black mother wound specifically. Okay. Another question people ask me often is what are some signs of a mother wound? How do you know if you have one, right? Because I do feel like the mother wound, there's a spectrum. You may have had a physically abusive, drug addicted mother who left you on a doorstep somewhere. That is one extreme. And then you have a whole other extreme on the other end of a mother that you have that you saw every day. You talk to her on the phone. Your lives are enmeshed together and you consider her one of your best friends. But. Deep down, something is off and you know it. But again, like I said in the beginning, it's one of those things that has never been talked about is just the elephant in the room. And because how you've been socialized, you don't feel the comfort to even bring it up or really discuss it and try to get to the bottom of it because everybody's acting like everything is so perfect, which no family is perfect. So let's just get that out of the way. How do you know? If you have a mother wound, 
These are the telltale signs for black women who have mother wounds. Hyper independent. You don't need nobody. Remember the strong black woman I was telling you about? That's you, right? And not only are you hyper independent, you are extremely self-critical. You don't think anybody can get the job done but you. But then you turn around and you don't think that the job that you're doing is ever good enough. So there's this constant tension and frustration and exhaustion that you're going through because you need help but you don't believe you deserve help and you don't think there's help available to you. And so you just go in this cycle over and over and over again. That is one of the biggest telltale signs. And because of that, the other thing that happens is you lack emotional vulnerability. That's why you can't ask for help. All of these things are rooted in three core wounds, abandonment, rejection and shame. So one of those three ways were how you were wounded by your mother and they still have created this space in you where you don't feel safe. And so you've learned to protect yourself and that's how you do it. You don't let anybody help you. And then you think that you should be a superlative at everything So you're just working hard to make it look like you don't need any help. And then when people don't offer you any help, you get an attitude. But it all goes back to that lack of safety. So you're hyper independent. You're hyper self-critical. You lack emotional vulnerability. And when you lack emotional vulnerability, you really don't have access to your full emotional palette. You usually are mad or happy. You don't really know confusion or nuanced emotions. If you go through an emotional scale, right, you're not really able to feel things in a full way because you don't feel safe. You don't even feel safe with yourself. You don't even trust your emotions enough to allow them to just be in the space. These are the main characteristics of someone who has a mother wound. And it's very typical, especially in the black community, when you start talking about the black mother wound, because this is a lot of times the example that we've been shown by these strong women in our families. And we're having this conversation because the only way we can break out of it is to talk about it. We have to get out of the stigma of believing that I can't talk about my mama, that we are disrespectful if we disagree with our mother, that we have to wait until she dies before we can heal or we can be ourselves and live in our full truth. Because we're, uh, this is again what makes the black mother wound specific and different for us. We are taught that we have a debt and that we owe her. We owe her for everything that she has done. And so, how do we repay her? We repay her by doing whatever she says. And being whoever she thinks we should be. And I'm here to say 
you don't owe your mother anything. You can't owe somebody something because if you a debt is something you can pay back. But if you can't pay it back, then it's not a debt. Our parents made a choice to have us. They were responsible for us. It's just the objectification taught to us through systematic racial oppression that we owe somebody something for bringing us into this world when we didn't ask to be here. And it's just so crazy how many of us have bought into this that I owe her. She did this for me. She did that for me. You were her child. She was your mother. That's what she was supposed to do. Right. And that goes back to the architect of the black mother where she's on a pedestal and she's been martyred so much that we can't even see her as a human. So we've even objectified the black mother. But I'm not even going to get into that today because that's a whole that's a whole nother series. But what I want you to understand is there is no debt and it's going to take a while for that. And this is the crazy part about this conversation, about healing the, the, the black mother wound and about exposing and pulling back the curtain is we all know what's happening. But the shame of having a mother who isn't loving towards us. It makes us feel so less than. And who wants to talk about that? Who wants to expose that? Because our own wounded inner child feels like it's our fault. And we think that we've done something wrong. I have clients in their 30s and 40s and 50s who are out here believing that they are broken because their mother couldn't love them adequately and that somehow is their fault or something they should have done differently to change it. And listen, I'll be damned if I am going to let that just ride. We cannot just we can't do that. And I I want you to understand that it's not your fault, that you're not crazy and that everything that happened, I believe it and it's real. And if you've been waiting for the validation, here it is. Everything that you say happened, that shit happened. And it was wrong and she was wrong and she still is wrong. Whether she admits it or not, whether your family admits it or not, she's dead ass wrong. And We have to begin having this conversation. We have to open it up because we are struggling. So many black women are out here emotionally crippled and it's affecting every area of their life. It's affecting every area of your life, your romantic relationships, your career, the relationship you have with your body, with your children. You are disconnected from your purpose because of this wound. So how can we not talk about it? We have to talk about it and you're going to have to get comfortable, right? You're going to have to get comfortable hearing these things. You're going to have to get comfortable talking about it because that's the only way we're going to turn the corner. And I'm okay, you know, being an example right now of I know it gets better and I'm here to hold your hand through that process, sis. Trust me, you are not alone. I will not allow you to be alone. I will not allow you to believe or feel that you're alone because we've already been through that. I know how much it hurts and it's just over. You know, I just I'm I'm done with it, you know, so I'm really excited about this podcast. 
because I think that it's going to be super helpful to a lot of women and we're going to be able to continue to build the community on this format. And I just, I just love that. I love it so much. If you're ready to start investigating and opening up this conversation and getting to know who you are and giving yourself permission to feel what you're feeling and dive deeper into this, go to my show notes and there's a download there where you're, uh, you can start working through this process. So when it comes next week, you're even better prepared for what's next. I love you guys. I got to go. I need to make a Target and a TJ Maxx run because I'm redecorating my living room and my child is gone. So I got a little bit of time to myself. So for all the moms out there, you know what it's like to be able to go to TJ Maxx and Marshalls by yourself. So I'm going to leave y'all with that and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining me on the She Is Loved Project Podcast. Every week, I'm committed to reminding you that you are loved, you are seen, and you are heard. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and your favorite platforms. And if you're feeling really supportive, click the link in the show notes and consider supporting me via Patreon. This community support goes a long way. Thanks so much and see you next week.